Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Hello, everybody. This is Delcina West with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I really value your time because it is valuable. And I know you could be doing anything else at, that you desire, but you have taken the time to stop by and listen to me blabber about fitness and nutrition and exercise. But I hope that it is very meaningful to you and you might learn or take away just a little nugget that will help to improve your fitness and your lifestyle. Well, Today, and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about your favorite body parts. Now, if you are interested in more information that I talk about today or any other time, let me just remind you that you can find me on Facebook at Fit for Life PT slash Delsina, D-E-L-S-I-N-A, or you can uh, call me, uh, text me at 337-322-6062. And I'm always on the radio every Wednesday and Friday afternoons for your listening pleasure. So today we're going to talk about our favorite, 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 favorite body part. And I said that with a little grain of salt because many of us want to have this but many of us do not. It is those enviable six pack abs, that washboard stomach, that flat belly, those toned tight midsections. We all want it, we dream about it. Some of us used to have it. Some of us used to show it off all the time. But as we get older, somehow, some way, it just disappeared from sight. Now, when you look down, it just seems like there's a little hill hanging off over there or a mountain or a speed bump or whatever you call it, but it is not six-pack abs anymore. And why is it our favorite? Because most of us equate or equate um, a nice toned belly with extreme fitness, with being super lean, being on top of your game, you know, young, youth, that type of stuff. And you can still have a very lean toned belly, even in your 60s, 70s, 80s, it just depends on how much you value your level of fitness and your nutrition especially. But today we're going to talk about a little bit of some of the physical aspects of our abs. Now, you know, we don't want to have those spare tires and that extra inner tube or the muffin top, of course, because it makes us feel out of shape or sluggish or... Well, just not quite right. And it makes us feel older. And we don't really want to be older. We want to be young. But our abs or our midsection core, to be more specific, is there to support us, to keep us upright. Literally, our core is to help us keep us upright. I mean, think about when you see a little tiny newborn baby, right? And they are very small, maybe just a few weeks old, and you try to sit them up in a chair, what happens? They just flop on over to the side. You try to sit them up and they just flop on over to the other side or they just flop forward. 
Why? I mean, they have those muscles in there, but their core is not strong. Not yet, anyway. And it's kind of funny, but if we don't take care of our core, we will end up flopping over or hunched over, as you've seen many elderly people, because they lose that core stability and the strength. And, you know, we get into this hunchback position because of sitting for so long. Well, the core is made up of our rectus abdominis, and those are the muscles that run up and down horizontally um, from the bottom of your rib cage to the top of your pelvic or pubic area. And then your transverse abdominis, those run around your belly, kind of like a weight belt in a sense. Then you have your internal obliques, they run kind of diagonally, and then your external obliques. And you'll see those on, you know, extreme, not extreme, but very, very lean athletes or cover models for magazines, kind of like those fingers that stick right under your ribs. Yeah, those are your external obliques. And they all work in sync together to keep you straight, upright, and moving. You don't really pay attention to those muscles unless you don't have access to them. Think about if you've ever had a hernia or a given birth or a C-section or a major surgery on your abs. If you've had to have that part of your body cut for any reason, and say, for example, you sneeze, you feel it, don't you? Because even with the small movement of sneezing, your abdominal muscles contract to hold your body together so that you can have this powerful sneeze. And it works the same way with walking or picking up a bag of groceries or lifting up a baby or, you know, bending down and moving something to the side. Your core is really critical for those things. And if you don't train it properly, you will be like 75% of the population who end up with serious back pain. And the back pain isn't necessarily only from their spinal cord injury or, um, you know, we might have spasm and those things, but your core helps to maintain a good, strong back because that's all part in one piece. Just think about it weird like you're wearing a, a weight belt or a waist trainer. All the way around is where your core is. And many of us do not train for stability, which that should really be the first thing we train for. We should train for stability. And stability training really doesn't require a lot of movements. There are three general areas that you should train your abdominals for and in progression. So those will be stability, for strength, and then power. Many of us go straight for the power, not having had the stability. It's like um, trying to build a skyscraper without the initial frame. And you can put up all the outside beautiful, you know, sheeting, etc. But without the frame, it's going to blow over, blow over with the least bit of effort, right? And that's what your core will do. So we also don't train our entire core. How many of you you know, have seen or do yourself people just focusing on crunches? doing crunches, crunches, crunches after crunches, 100 crunches, 200 crunches. I mean, till they're blue in the face, thinking that they're working their core. But in reality, you're only working a small group of your muscles. Like I told you, your abdominal muscles or your core run in several directions. So when you train your core, it is critical that you train in all directions, from top to bottom, bottom to top, diagonally, sideways, and with stabilization and with power. And many of us aren't familiar with what your core feels like. 
As trainers, many times when we're training our clients, we tell them before they engage in an in exercise, before they move your outer limbs, you know, like your arms or your legs, we usually say, you know, brace or, you know, contract your core or flex so that you can get a feeling for what your abdominal muscles feel like. When you learn to start to identify what those feel like before you move your arms or your legs, you've prepared yourself for impact. And you've also made yourself stronger for those external movements. I mean, your core works even when we are taking steps and walking because that is actually a movement of balance and we don't even pay attention to it. Many times back injuries happen because our core does not activate or doesn't contract before we move our upper body or our legs. For example, a lot of people would get injured by bending down, bending over, and then twisting. And because their core, which is all around, isn't strengthened or doesn't activate first, it weakens the whole structure, your whole body. And you are left with, you know, having to find pain medications or getting physical therapy or something even worse. Because we're not used to engaging our abdominals before we do anything. Think about it. If you, you know, any exercise that you do, the first thing you should do before you move your arms and move your legs is engage your core. You are going to strengthen your powerhouse. You're going to be able to move with more force and you're going to be working your abdominals. You can work your abdominals in a non-movement form for stability with things like floor bridge or a plank or prone front cobra and a cobra is sort of like when you're laying on your stomach and you can either extend your arms and your legs straight out and lift them up off the ground slightly now you don't have to create a strong heavy arch you just have to elevate your arms and your feet off the ground for a few seconds and then let it let it rest and that's strengthening the rear part of your core doing the planks Planks are a great way to strengthen your core from all sides because you feel that force of gravity coming down on you. And doing a floor bridge, believe it or not, laying on your back with your knees bent, lifting the hips up off the ground, but not too high so that you don't injure your lower back. That helps to strengthen your core in a stability form. When now when you go to strengthen or to work on your core through strength, this is where you will do slow involved movements like a reverse crunch or a crunch on a stability ball or cable rotation. That's now when you start adding the stability and then you add the strength and that now creates an even stronger midsection, preparing it for anything else that you have to do. Once you are, you know, working through the strength, then you're going to add power. Now, the power involves being able to engage or contract your core muscles and use force at the same time. Think about rotation pass with a medicine ball. So you're twisting, get a medicine ball, and you're throwing it away from you. Or doing something like a medicine ball pullover throw. Um, That's when your hands are overhead, you have a medicine ball, and you're throwing the medicine ball with as much force as you can, either to the floor or to a wall in front of you. That is a power move because theoretically you should engage your core, then go for the arm movements that require their strength and that power. Now, in addition to doing those things, it's important to remember not to train your abs every day. 
your abdominal muscles are like any other muscles in your body, your biceps, your chest, your legs, your glutes. You wouldn't train chest every day. You wouldn't train your biceps every day. You wouldn't train your legs every day. Why? Because muscles, um, your muscles need rest, all of them in between, because your muscles grow and improve during the rest phase not during the active phase. It's like um, when, for anybody out there who is in welding, when you weld metal pieces together, and while it's super, super hot, while it's working, it's weak, right? But when it has a chance to rest and cool down, now that metal fibers, those metal fibers are attached to each other, they become stronger, and they're better able to handle force. Same thing with all of your other muscle groups. When you work them, Give them a good hard training and then rest. I would recommend not working your abs in no more than every other day. And then use variety. Do not stick to the same old ab exercises. There are so many exercises to do for your abs and they don't all involve crunches. Most of them don't involve crunches. They involve doing abdominal exercises or core exercises in a standing position, in a twisting position, using cables, using just isometric contractions. There's so many ways. If you want some more specifics on that, please hit me up on Twitter or Facebook um, or my email, which is um, delcina at fitforlifeptllc.com all words, and I'll be more than happy to send you a diagram and some specific exercises for your core that I'm sure you will love. And then the final piece is the nutrition. Yes, the nutrition. Now listen, all of us are born with abs, even that little baby that flopped in and out all the time that couldn't sit up, right? All of us are born with abdominals and they are already striated. Yes. Did you hear that? Your abs are already striated. They already have the lines. They already have the definition. What you're lacking is to chisel away all that fat, that blubber that has nicely developed over the years over those abs. And the only way you're going to see those abdominals is if you cut away the fat. And that's going to happen through good, healthy nutrition. Now, it doesn't mean eating rabbit food every day. No, it doesn't mean having a green smoothie for all your meals. No, it doesn't mean having, you know, boiled chicken and steamed broccoli every day. No, it does not. Good nutrition is a a varied menu. Good nutrition is being able to eat, like I say, from the rainbow. Your plate should have a variety of colors on it every time you sit down to have a meal. Why? Because... God designed it so that everything works in tandem when you have a combination of fruits and vegetables and lean protein and starches and legumes. All of those things, you know, create a symphony of nutrients and antioxidants and vitamins that you really just cannot get in a synthetic form. So eating nutritiously is trying to get as many servings of fruits and vegetables throughout the day eating lean protein with every meal and having good starchy complex carbohydrates like sweet potatoes, like whole grain rice, like quinoa, those type of things. Trying to include them in a variety of ways. Don't get stuck eating the same meal over and over and over. You know, it's like, um, I mean, it's just like having plain white toast with butter. 
every single day. It might taste good initially, but you're not going to get a whole lot of it that your body needs over time. So you need to variate your diet. And there's too many options out there. All you have to do is a Google search for one ingredient and you can come up with tons of recipes. Now, if you follow this advice by training your abdominals in a variety of directions, multi-directional, up, down, side to side, and on your back, and if you train through stability, strength, and power, and you add the nutrition piece, oh my goodness, you are going to be looking so sexy on your midsection. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. Now, believe that. Everything takes time. And when you take time, you can appreciate it, and you can properly improve, and you can maintain it. Well, that's all I have for you today, but I want you to know that I am always available to provide you more information if you want. You can find me on my podcast, which is um, <clears throat> Nutrition Simple Nutrition Made Easy. You can find me on Spotify or Apple. You can find me on the radio station in Central Texas. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Fit for Life PT slash Delcina. And of course, you can always email me at Delcina at fitforlifeptllc.com. I am more than eager to speak with you, talk to you, hit me up on any one of those social media platforms. Give me a like, let me know you're listening. Let me know I'm not talking to myself or the thin air out there because it encourages me to stay on board and bring you all this great information on a regular basis. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be healthy, be strong, be blessed. And this has been Delcina with Fit for Life PT. Oh, also, last thing, don't forget to check out my new app. It's HTTPS backslash backslash procoach.app.com slash Delcina. Procoach.app backslash Delcina. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site, which is www.procoach.app/delcina. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.